Hello, hello, welcome back to Fruity Thought. This is a fun episode about living your best life. I'm Matt and I have a special guest with me today. Her name is... Beverly. Beverly. We love Beverly Chills. All right, so today we're gonna talk about RuPaul's Drag Race, a recap, and we're also gonna talk about um, white entitlement queens. Here's the first song, it's going to be... um, Oh my god, Fashion Kills by Mason. Thank you. We'll be back. Mwah. Hello, welcome back to Fruity Thought, your episode about living your best life. Today, I'm Matt, your Karen Dang. Your Fruity Thought, and today we have a special guest. Her name is... Fruity Thought number two. <laughs> we love twins in the house. Twins, twins. And name. twins. Yes, twins. Come on, twins. Dre- death Drop, etc. Her name is Beverly Chill. She's a local drag queen, born and raised in San Francisco. Hi. Yeah, so today we're going to feature Beverly Chills. So, Beverly... Hi, how's it going? Good, how are you? I'm good, I'm cold, it's rainy, I'm having fun, it's wet. Happy Pisces season, (laughs) speaking of. Happy Pisces season. So, Beverly, how did Beverly come to life? Oh, wow. Um, Just by having fun, I guess. Or just like being like a mess with her friends in Powerhouse or The Stud, uh, as San Francisco, like Staples. And then, um, actually, my first drag name was Rosie O'Butthole. Stop. Yeah. Rosie O'Butthole. I don't know if you can say that on TV or on the radio. Oh, my God. I love TV, but it's radio. Um, I realized that that was not the avenue that I wanted to go down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was just like, well, let me do something that's like inspired by the seaside. And like Bridget Bardot, Sharon Tate, Brooke Shields kind of vibes where just like nothing comes between me and my Calvins. Um, you look like Brooke Shields. I love oh, that. thank you. You do. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and then since then I've just been like having fun wearing jock straps and fishnet tights and meeting new people. And I think that's my favorite part about drag is just like getting to like network and like meet new exciting creatives in a queer space and community for sure. It's honestly so important, like just meeting new people and just extending your network of friends. So um, how did you come about into meeting your drag mother? So a drag mother in the community, um, Beverly, what is a drag mother? More or less like a mentor for sure. Um, in my case, it was more of a friend base, and it like co- it came from there. Um, that's kind of how I start most of my like really important like lifelong relationships is like through a friendship for sure. And Grace Towers was definitely there for me for that. Um, oh, I love Grace. Grace, I just like swoon like hard eye emoji. Who's Grace Towers? Grace Towers is a really important figure in San Francisco's drag and queer community. She's. Um, She's a powerhouse in it of herself, um, and she started uh, and she curated the House of Towers, which is so fucking huge. Like I can't even say everyone's names because it's like just so many people to collaborate with, and um, it's definitely family based. So I have a lot of pride with coming from that community. That was that definitely ties in with like how Beverly started too. She was just like, "Hey, I'm starting a night at Moby Dick for new queens to come through and like show what they got." And it's on 420. This was like two years ago. <laughs> 420, <laughs> we love 420 We started yes. 420. Um, and she was like, I, "I want you on." I was like, "Okay, I'll do it. Let's do it." And that's like the first time that I was ever impulsive about anything. 
So I just like was like, okay, might as well, let's do it. And I grabbed my friend Nikki Jizz and I was like, you're gonna be my number. It's my first number, let's do it. And most drag queens I've noticed are like Halloween queens when it comes to like their start. Like, oh, I dressed up right, for right, Halloween right. One, one year. And it's kind of funny that like I started on 420. Like it makes so much sense. Does that embody <laughs> who Beverly Chills is? So Beverly Chills, is she more of like, what kind of queen is she? Um, So Naomi Smalls said it best where like her, she likes the vibe of like 90s fashion models stumbling out of taxis like coked out or whatever yes. I'm, I'm the 90s supermodel that is stumbling out of a cab because she's just too lit from that blunt from <laughs> from brunch and she's still crazy that's that's what that's what beverly is for sure okay so she's a stoner queen is that what's going on or she's just like you um... have to be in this social climate <laughs> we love creativity so when you first started beverly how long ago was that um it's coming up on two years actually Coming Um, up? Yeah, April 20th will be my two-year. So that's exciting. (laughs) What's your style of drag performance? Um, It looks good on camera. It looks good in still shots. So a catfish? Is that what we're talking about? Oh, I have catfish. (laughs) I'm such a catfish. I'm like, I'm a drag catfish. Until we got the HD going on. Oh, oh no, especially God. if we got the HD going especially on. Especially if yeah. we got the HD going on. I'm real when I shop my face, you know? Would you compare yourself to another drag queen for the kids back at home, or would you rather not compare yourself to another drag queen? I think comparing yourself to another drag queen is really dangerous. Um, especially, Why? like, in this social climate where, like, everyone's, like, in any, like, anytime that you get, like, some clout or, like, representation online, there's always going to be, like, three or four comments that follow up your post with, like, oh, she looks like this queen, or she looks like that queen, and... Drag's derivative of female stereotypes in and of itself. Like, I mean, but drag is like so much more than that. But as far as like mainstream drag is is just chock full of like female, like the idea of female, of the female body mm-hmm. through the lens of like most cases like a gay man. But what's what's my favorite part about drag is taking like or being inspired and taking little bits and pieces from like fashion, from movies, from music um, and texture and just like being able to like throw that into gender expression. And um, we've talked about this before, but like who started like your whole gender, not gender, but like your whole drag thing going on? Like who was your music artist? Who was your, um, your thin spell? (laughs) (laughs) Get out. My skinny legend. Stop. Um, was my mom totally? Whoa! Absolutely! Oh my God! Wait, let's get into that. So why my was mom it your is mom? my hero. My mom is my best friend. Everyone knows this. I love my mom. <laughs> <laughs> she used to work at Six Flags in Valencia, Magic Mountain, represent, and she was in the stunts department. She was Poison Ivy in the Batman and Robin stage show, and that was honestly like the first drag queen experience. Was my mom just like being done up in like the red hair and like the green glitz and all that all that glam. Um, and How then, old were you at the time? Oof, I think I was like four, five, six. So I was just like, I was making the like memories mm-hmm. from like a, that start. Like that's, that's when like your my brain earliest memory. Working. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> or like, I, I mean, I don't know if that's happened yet, but no. we're we're on our we're well on our way. Me, my last brain cell. Oh my god, yes. It's actually three last brain cells now, but it's fine. You really think so? Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, no, it's growing. It's growing back. You're okay. getting an audience. Cool. So as Beverly Chills progresses, um, do you think your style will always evolve or is it gonna stay like pretty niche? Like what's the tea on that? 
I hope it evolves. I hope that through just being around other queens and and other queer artists, I only want to hang out with queer people now. Like that's just right. I, I made a mistake by moving to Arizona because there's like literally like no one out there besides <laughs> like people in Phoenix and like my best friend Gus. So just being inspired by like continuing to read magazines to continue like having this whole like mentality of like knowledge is power. Mm-hmm. Ho- hopefully that can carry me through to like expanding my style too because i don't i don't want to always be wearing jock straps and fishnets you know well but, what magazines are you reading right now to expand your style right now left magazine here in san francisco is a really good one too just being able to see like what's going on like there's like gooch does such a good job with the photography just being able to like shoot what is happening in san francisco to, uh drag nightlife most definitely so left is a really good one as far as editorial like bizarre as as always I've been reading my my shop has like a lot of like old magazines and they have this one with uh with Zendaya. Zendaya? Uh-huh. She's on oh the my cover. God. And one of the actors from Blackish and now Youngish. Okay, who's Youngish? Um it's it's a spin-off on Blackish. Oh, okay, okay. Um she interviewed her and it was it was an amazing interview talking about just like representation and getting your name out there and getting your style out there, which was really great. Because Zendaya has amazing style. Her stylist is on America's Next Top Model, um, Lee or whatever. Have you been watching the new season? I have actually. She's the like... opening song is or like the opening track is just so cunt. I love it. Yes. Oh, you can't, uh, oh my god, what's that? You mean charisma, uniqueness, nerve and talent? That's yes, what that's, I said. That's all we're serving here. It's an acronym. Get oh, it's a, it's a way it. of life. Yes, thank you. So <laughs> into your next song we're gonna be talking about blood by Saturn Rising. See you guys soon. Uh, Saturn, I love you. Who's Saturn? Saturn Rising. She's a Bay Area boo. And that was also featuring star Amarasu. Um, Blown. We love a good blow. Don't we, girls? So um, we're going to talk about RuPaul's Drag Race now. If you guys haven't watched the episode, please tune out. But um, Spoiler alert is in Mass Effect. It's Mass Seduction. <laughs> Beverly, so how do you feel about last night's episode? The gag. The gag of it all. The gaggery. The gagoria. Yes! The gagatrium. Whoa. So There was a lot that happened. Right. Um, it went from zero to 100 real quick. I watched it at Q Bar last night during Club Poppers, which is a show that my drag sisters, Militia Towers and Anomalia Towers host. Anomalia is really, really busy with San Francisco leather right now. She just um, she just won the title of Mr. Powerhouse Leather, which yes. is a really, really good. Good. It's a good part of the, <laughs> sorry, I'm just like, Bleh. I'm like live on Instagram right now, which might not be a good idea, but hi girls. Hi. Hi. <laughs> um, because I'm like my ADD is like on full effect. Um, it's a really good. It's a really um important part of international male leather, which is what happens in Chicago. Um, at the end of May, and so she is. She was busy working a, an event in pow- at Powerhouse. So Mary Vice was hosting it, and it was a really, it was a really cute, packed vibe. And just to be in a room during that deliberation was so crazy. Everyone was just like, just like. The bar back was running around just, like, picking up jaws from the floor. It was wild. Well, the very beginning of the episode, um, they were pretty much, like, the producers set it up as in, like, all the eliminated queens were talking to the girls who eliminated them. It was a showcase of, like, who has the issue with the 
with the other person that has the issue. Exactly. And it's and thinking about like what that might be like as one of those queens, like mm-hmm. which queens are the eliminated ones or the ones that eliminated? Honestly, them? anyone in that room at that moment, where it's just right. like okay, like there's no producers that are coming in, like or there's no like Rue out of drag saying hello, hello, hello. Mm-hmm. We're just sitting here for now, and we have to talk about like stuff. That shit was. Oh. Oops, LMAO. That was like We're really restarting. raw, though. <laughs> Restart. That was actually really raw. Like they finally, because <laughs> throughout the whole season, like, do you think they were just like putting on? There a was show? a lot of edits. Like there was a lot oh, of yeah. like pr- production. You know, um, we got a question or we got a oh, comment. We have a question. Mm-hmm. What's the question? My good sis from LA and mess we trust, Crystal Mess. Um, she said, <laughs> Aja should have come back. Just had to say that, and it's like, duh. We all no agree. Sis, we been new. We been to la creme new. Wow. Oh. We like new. <laughs> like Aja did so well. Like um during her rap, like that was oh my everything. God. And like the baby, I have been waiting for baby hairs to be on Drag Race, and oh she she brought them. Um and she's she's been good TV ever since she came back. And her season is the most recent season from season All Stars Two. Yeah. And yet she's made the biggest improvement so like why not bring her back well the thing is though like they, i feel like they brought her back because like the whole like it's a whole picture type of thing that's why like ben de la creme did her whole spiel on yeah. that you know what i mean i think it was punk i think it was really cool that she, i like i'm i'm under i'm coming to grips as far as like why she did it because when mm. i when i was watching i was like i just don't understand like why would you give up this opportunity why would you do this why right, would you do that? Right. um but also like drag is just what you want to do how you want to present yourself how you want to go about things and and I'm sure if you go into that race that like it's a bit it like it it can fuck with your head if you'll let it. Well, Bendel and Crumb, like I I'm surprised that she's not receiving a lot of hate from it though. <laughs> because You can't I'm, say that. I know because but I I've, I've I've read the well, reddits. No. You can like, say whatever you want. No, thank you. <laughs> thank you. But like a lot of people have been saying like, "Oh my god, why did she leave? She's a coward for it." Oof. Right? So, like... I think what she displayed was, like, the exact opposite of cowardice. Exactly. That's what I'm thinking. Like, I feel like Ben De La Creme was more, like, cream of the crop. Like, she went home on she her own She was winning towards. an obnoxiously huge amount of challenges. It was, Every week. It was almost to the point where it's like, okay, well, she's going to win. Like, she's just going to win, you know? And um, it was punk. It was <laughs> punk. <laughs> it was so Avril Lavigne, I couldn't handle it. But, but, like, um, you don't even have to say you're punk because, like, <laughs> you shouldn't have to say you're punk because, like, that's not the point of being punk. Okay, welcome back to 2007, MySpace. Oh, that's my brand. <laughs> Let's do it. But, like... GeoCities. And the very... Can we talk about um, Shangela? Who did Shangela eliminate? Thorgy? Yeah, that was the thing. Thorgy was having... Thorgy and Shangela were the ones that were, like, having that conversation. I think whatever Shangela does is the right decision, period. Right. Sickening and everything yeah. in between. But then, like, how do you feel about Thorgy's, um, not negative attitude, but just more kind of like, oh, well, you eliminated me on this, and this is how I feel. Do you think they um, they close the loose ends on that? or? It's difficult. It's really, like, as a drag queen, it's difficult to kind of just, like, see how they make the edit. Also, right. I'm not a production. I, I don't come from that, that space. Like, if I had Hulu or Lifetime, <laughs> I would be watching Unreal because I'm sure that's how you get most of your information as far as, like, how they, like, fabricate these, these shows. Right. And I would love to know more about that because, like, that's, like, something that I would love to do is, like, digital media and, like, work with the production team. Um, 
that being said, like, I don't know about like loose ties. I think what all the girls know at the end of the day is that like, no matter what, they're gonna see each other next. They're gonna be touring with each other. They're Correct. going to be smoking in, in like the tour bus together and like cutting they're the shit and kikiing. Like they're gonna be fine, but like the way that you find the way that you find that fine is by resolving issues. So I feel like that's probably why they needed to to have that moment in the workroom to like talk their shit out. My favorite moment of the night was Milk and Kennedy's like <gasps> whole oh character God. development okay that was interesting because that, that's been very important recently is just like kennedy got so much fu- kennedy and jasmine got so much fucking hate on their season i know and there's just that there's that there's definitely that race issue with with uh with drag no, it's so much more than just drag race like it's in the drag community well it's interesting is that like when jasmine and kennedy were on their season they didn't they got so much flack for how they like were represented and when milk got eliminated every i was reading the everyone comments. was like justice for milk like immediately yeah, I was just because like, she what milk was really sickening on season six six yes she um was. her rue look is still iconic for sure but um just the same like jasmine like coming out of the cocoon and continuing her uh her advice column on youtube like she's jasmine masters and she has something to say like that's that's what inspired ask bev honestly i have an advice column with with trish the dragazine at trish the dragazine and it's called ask bev hashtag ask bev and um it's the unsolicited advice that nobody asked for Yes. You know, it's kind of just like, yeah, drag doesn't define me. I don't define drag kind of situation. Well, do you think Milk was still delusional after the conversation? Or because in the the episode, she was saying, like, I didn't know I was being a bleephole. Like, I didn't know that. If I wish. But she was like open to like asking, like, was I being a bleephole? Because. That's the first part of as far as like realizing that you present yourself a certain way to other people is like acknowledging that their perspective is valid. Their perspective of like not be of you being a negative Nancy or you being entitled is a valid representation. You just might not be seeing it because you are you, you know, like there are so many ways that I could possibly be a better person if I just like listen to other people. As a Pisces, I try not to. So, like, you know how people like blame editing on the pro- on like on the producers' part. Like, do you think that Milk still gets a pass, or do you think that like she should really just own up to what she said? Because then I think Milk's- she's been doing a really good job as far as like owning up to like the edit on social media. Has she though? What has she? I'm not said? 100% sure because I don't follow her. But I remember when I when the season first started and she was very vocal as far as like spreading peace and stuff. Like there's there's some merit to that. Like knowing that like what can I do? What can I do to like not spoil my season? But right. like but like have a conscious communication to my fan base that the hate that other queens receive to my benefit is not to my benefit or anyone's benefit because no one benefits off of hate besides the hater and like do, do they really i don't think i don't think bullies really feel much better afterwards right like well they shouldn't because it's hate like first of all like bullies just shouldn't be there when ben eliminated herself what was your reaction 
It was wild. <laughs> it was wild and it was fashion and it was fashion. <laughs> I don't yes. know. I think it was really cool. I just like I was just studying her face the whole time that she was making this these decisions because she had this like really like really hot smoky eye. Yes. Like Ben's makeup tonight, like I wanna recreate it. I, I might be recreating look. it tonight for Ho's life at El Rio. Ooh. Just like kind of like a smoky eye with like a beret. I'm very into berets right now. We love a good beret. We love a good beret. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that might be a situation. Um, but yeah, another situation is what's happening tonight in San Francisco at El Rio. Um, What's going on? Ho is Life is a collective. It's a collective. It's, it's honestly a way of life because what is the meaning of life? (laughs) Well, I can, I can get into another episode. This could be a conversation, but like the meaning of life is Ho is what I'm trying to say. Oh, okay. I love a good hell. Ho. (laughs) Ho. Sorry. LMAO. I love Ho. LMAO. (laughs) My friends Nikki Jizz, Godzilla Princess, and Fietta are hosting. It's going to be really cute. We have some really great performers. We have Vudana Black and London Jade will be there from Chicago. I mean, London she's honestly Jade. everywhere. London Jade is ethereal. She is transcendent, which is what the title of her album is called. And we are going to play her new song. Called All Crazy. Like this fucking ep- like like this this episode, episode is so is crazy. So crazy. Uh-huh. All right. Bye, guys. It's been Fruity Thought. And we'll be right back. When we get back, we're going to talk about our um, endeavors. And we're also going to talk about um, Beverly endeavors. Chills social media handouts. Bye. Handouts. Please. All right, welcome back to KSFS Media. You're listening to Fruity Thought, and it's a show about living your best life and about gender and identity. Whoa. I'm here, I'm Matt. I'm Whoa. here today with um, your favorite drag queen. What's her name? Hello. <laughs> Hello. I'm Beverly Chills, and I'm wet. She's so wet. So if you just missed, if you're just tuning in, we were talking about RuPaul's Drag Race, and we were talking about Beverly Chills, who was a drag queen born and raised in San Francisco. She's uh, her drag mother is about Grace or the House of Towers. She was born there. I mean, my drag mom is Grace, and I'm a part of the House of Towers. There you go. And Some clarification. The <laughs> the comparison would be Brooke Shields, and Brooke Shields is hot. You know what I mean? Oh, thank you. She she's been serving it still. Like she's on SVU. She's she's doing the damn thing. Okay, she's living her best life, and that's what she we're really all about. is. And that's like that's what we're trying to bring it back to. Exactly, fruity thought. Welcome fruity back. Thought. And so we were just talking about RuPaul's Drag Race and talking about the entitlement of just all the queens in general. It's like it's it's very apparent, but like also like it's just a com- it, it is a conversation that needs to be had as yes. far as just like people thinking that they just run the earth and who runs the don't. who runs the earth? Uh, white un- white entitlement. <laughs> all right, so get into it. So get into it. What's the so we're tea? talking about that. We. You said earlier that you wanted to talk more about uh, Morgan McMichael's being brought back. So if you'd like to talk about it. <laughs> Shots fired. No. So what uh, are your two sets? <laughs> no, don't bring it back to me. You had some yeah. conversation that you want to talk to. Um, well, with Morgan McMichaels, I feel like Ben De La Creme only brought her back because she was who was eliminated by. You know what I mean? No, it it, it shows that. It's like. If you knew better, you would bring back Aja because she's yes. good TV. And if you knew better, better, you would know that, like... That what? <sighs> that Aja... That you wouldn't want to go home. Like, I'm, I'm very oh, back and no. forth with, with Ben, too. Are I don't you wanna, really? Just because, like, if I was in her position, like, 
yeah, it's difficult to like think of like what I take home, what I bring, what I kick off Trixie, Kennedy, or Shangela because right. all of them slayed this episode. But... but like Kennedy did the worst in her truck season. You know what I mean? I don't know. I have, I'm starting to get like a really soft spot for Kennedy. I really like Kennedy. I love, I've been loving Kennedy. That's the thing though. Like, what was interesting though was that Milk was rooting for Kennedy ever since like Kennedy season started. Yeah, when Milk was asked, who do you root for in season seven? She was like, I'm rooting for Kennedy. Well, work. I didn't yeah. know that. Okay. It doesn't show for All Stars 3. No, it doesn't. But, um, so Morgan, go, like, Morgan coming back, that, like, that was even a gag to Morgan. Like, Morgan was just like, whoa. So I feel like there's probably more to that than the edit gives. But, right. I mean, like, we'll, like, us as an audience will never understand r- really because know it's that. an edited show. Right. Beverly, any la- any gigs you're doing tonight this weekend or what's going on? Um, I'm pretty fucking busy. I'm Ooh. pretty busy. Mm, she's a busy girl. <laughs> busy busy bussy. Um <laughs> I am performing tomorrow at the knockout. Have you been to the knockout? What's the knockout? So it's at the mission. It's in the mission. It's tomorrow right across the street from El Rio. No, I'm gonna be at El Rio tonight. You're going to Rio tonight? Yeah. See you there. Yes, it's going to be cute. She's going to Ginger's. I'm like, go. (laughs) (laughs) Matt's going to Ginger's after this. Don't let them know what I'm doing. How dare you? Well, your fans need to know. (laughs) My eight fans. Okay. Oh, sickening. You have eight fans? Yes. I've only had like four people show up on this Instagram live, so you got me beat. (laughs) Just times two. So you're going to the knockout? I'm, going, I'm not LGBT? going to knockout. I'm. I'm. I have a booked gig at the knockout. Okay, so you're. Go- okay, well, for okay, sweetie, <laughs> sweetie, you're going to the knockout to perform your best life. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Are you, you going to be all out in drag? What's going on with that? I'm going to be in drag. I'm yes. going to be performing, and then this weekend's going to be crazy, San Francisco. Why? Kim Petrus is in town. <gasps> Stop. Yes. Where is she going to be? Ah. Yes. She's gonna be she's gonna be at the cafe tonight, but we're all going to El Rio, so maybe she'll come meet us or we'll meet her. But um she's also gonna be at Oasis tomorrow with some of the girls. I love from Oasis. Mother. You've been? Oh my god, yes, I'm gay. <laughs> is that the case? It was I've been like one time, but like the Oasis is amazing. It's really like homo. But for the straight communicators, you can come too. It's okay. Now, I feel like the straights know about like Saturday night at Oasis. Like Always. it's like bachelorette parties, techie boys. I've seen a couple of Patagonia jackets there. So Tongue pop. There are some straight people that know about Oasis. Well, here we go. So we have El Rio tonight. And then on Saturday, we have Woman at Knockout. Starts at 11 p.m. And then I'm hosting a mermaid theme party at the Stud on Sunday. Oh my god! So, so, like, don't use the term fish, but it's gonna be wet. (gasps) Yes! We love a good ocean vibe. Alright, everyone, that was Matt from Fruity Thought, and this was... Beverly Chills. On the ones and twos. (laughs) Alright, we'll see you guys soon. Thank you for tuning in. Up next, we have The Juice coming up. They're a fun show showcasing love, sex, and relationships. Oh, that sounds hot. That sounds really hot. See you guys soon. (laughs) Bye.